you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He alone is worthy. Merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas one day late, uh, as we wish you Merry Christmas. Yesterday with me is my dear friend, Vince. And uh, Vince has been through the fire, man. He joined the Marines, went to Afghanistan. Uh, he's been through some pretty tough things, got to know me. So, you know, that's a, that's pretty traumatic all in himself. <laughs> but uh, uh, Vince and I go to church together. Vince is coming into the ministry with wounded spirits. He's putting things together to make that happen. He's got a great family. He's got a wife, Sarah. He's got a uh, couple kids, and, and uh, God's doing a work in his life. So, uh, Vince, we came into yesterday and we were talking and you mentioned your testimony getting saved young and at 22 joining the Marine Corps. So are you are you engaged, married when you went in the Marine Corps or was that prior to all that? Or I was married. Um, I, actually, when I went into the Marine Corps, we were I wasn't even dating my wife. And I got back from boot camp and uh, my wife said that, you know, we, we met, I met to go my wife and you know she gave me a hug and she knew right then that she was going to marry me like okay and so then uh we were your neighbors or something i mean no we we knew each other from uh high school oh okay and uh so we've been friends for for years and so uh i went off to uh soi and uh school of infantry over in uh, north carolina camp geiger and then uh so you went to Paris Island. So you went, went to Paris Island. Yeah. So your basic training was at Paris Island. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a real Marine, not yeah. a Hollywood Marine. Yeah. So that was a, <laughs> that was a real fun. What ten weeks of basic training or something? Uh, like twelve weeks. Yeah. Twelve weeks, real fun, real. Oh, yeah. Whole thing, <laughs> no. Highly recommend it. No. Um, but we came back from SOI from SOI, and uh, when I was there, I bought a ring for some reason. I don't know why. I just I knew I was going to get married to her, and I wasn't really. So were you dating or anything at this point? We dated point? for a couple months, really, but we knew each other so well. And we were such good friends, and uh, we were really compatible with each yeah. other. And so we, uh, I wasn't going to propose to her right away. I just bought the rings. I had the money because I knew I would, if I didn't have it, yeah. I was going to spend it on something stupid. And so I got the ring, and uh, so I went to ask her dad about it, and then she, he's like, well, why don't you go ask her right now? I'm like, Okay, you know, I'm just uh, I'm just that kind of guy, just yeah. like you know, just okay, just spontaneous like that, and so we were engaged for about 14 months, and then uh, we got married in 2008. In 2009, we had my daughter Abby, and uh, then before her first birthday, I I got shipped out to California to train for deployment, and then in August we went off to Afghanistan. So wow, you just you're just getting married. You're just having a baby. You know, you're in the best, you know, first year or so uh, of marriage. You know, everything's nice, everything's, uh, and you get a deployment. Yeah. And, and and how was that? I mean, what? How did that affect your marriage? You know, there's so many people. So understanding, folks, that Vince had joined the Marine Reserve and he'd done that to get money to go to college and stuff, and he's serving his country. And one of the toughest things about being in the Reserve or the National Guard or something like that is they can call you up. So what's that like, man, when that call comes in and they're like, Vince, you're going to training, you're going to Afghanistan? Oh, we were all excited. Were you? 
yeah, we we got the call and like everyone was excited about it because you know we're reservists. You know, we yeah. come and do our weekend uh, duties, and so we were we were excited about it. We we're ready to go, and uh, but yeah, it was it was nervous. Um, but what I like how we have the, the, the technology today. Yeah. Um, with where I when I was over there, I was able to uh, Skype back home and video call and or just have phone calls, and I can I can I can keep in contact with my wife. And there's been times where I was out in the out off base for like three weeks or so, and I'll I'll see a friend that's going on base and I say, hey, call my wife, let her know I'm okay. And so we were we were able to keep in contact yeah. with them. Um, with my daughter, I I recorded myself uh, reading her books. A video recording and yeah. uh, so my wife would put those on the tv for her so she actually you know remembers me yeah and so when i got home it wasn't like uh, who are you and so we got but well, we got we had to get to know each other a little better and um so it was it was pretty it was pretty good i mean we were, it was lonely but we you know my wife took care of herself she had she had family that um would come over and be with her and yeah and so, so what are you doing for a living at this point before? So obviously you're in the reserve. What, what were you doing for a living? Were you in college? Were you, were you working full time or? Oh boy. I probably just working odd and end jobs. Uh, my yeah. wife was working, I think for our, our uh, Christian school at that time, teaching kindergarten. Um, so yeah, I was just, you know, doing small, small jobs here and there. Nothing really full-time like uh I, I had i had no career I yeah so, you were still in that learning what what in the world's going on mode yeah 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 i've been in that mode yeah, yeah. i i spent 25 years there so i said and so so you go off to afghanistan vince now is there a bible verse that comes to mind that that really through that time was a help to you or was there something that comes to mind biblically that you were leaning on or uh, at that time, no, um, I wasn't really uh, that close to God. Still, yeah, um, I was uh, doing the whole church thing. I was playing church, yeah, in a way, and I wasn't really close to God that much. I, um, my the guys in my my platoon, they knew I was a Christian. They knew I was a preacher and so like that. And I actually have did have opportunities to uh, give like devotions and and stuff like that. But I was. It was more on the, uh, more on the outside. I was yeah. more of a surface Christian. Yeah, and nothing really uh, brought me. No, no scriptures really tied me together. Now, do you have a life verse now that uh, something that you claim? Oh yeah, I have. Um, right now, it's uh, uh, Philippians three uh, three eight, and um, and pretty much the whole chapter of Philippians three. Pretty much about how Paul describes all his accolades, everything that he has gone through, and he says that you know I, I count it all but a loss. I count it as he goes so far as counting it as dung, and then at the very end it says that I may win Christ, and so I, I look at that phrase that I may win Christ, and that and that's that's my goal. That's that's my focus in life that I may win Christ. And, and I think of that as winning the hand of my wife, winning her heart, winning. And because, and you know, Christ is our, we are a spouse to him. We are yeah. engaged to him. And uh, so I, I look at that and I say, you know, I'm going to, I got to live to where I'm, you know, 
eventually going to be married. We're going to have a marriage yeah. very soon. And so I, I, that's always on my mind that, you know, I'm going to be married to Christ someday, and I'm going to really, I need to uh, think of my life, take everything that I have and count it as a loss. And that's what we do in marriage. We, we count it as a loss, and then we come together. Every, all my history, all our, you know, everyone else is like, yeah, you're nothing. I'm going to win my wife. I'm going to win her. Yeah, you know, and there's a there's a great lesson in there. I don't know if you guys picked up on that from Vince, but it's it's so easy and 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 to go into a marriage and and uh, be headbound on a lot of things in your life, the way you were raised, other people who were in your life, things of that nature. And Vince making a good point. You know, when you go into marriage, everything's lost up to that point. I mean, it's a uh, it's it's about uh, uh, serving God, being in a marriage. So so you end up in uh, so uh, how long how long you're in California getting ready to go to Afghanistan? It was about two or three months. Two or three months. So you guys went through some pretty extensive infantry training again, or practice, or maneuvers. Yeah, or- a lot a lot of drills, a lot of training, um, a lot of mainly just checking the box. Yeah, was, uh, we had um, like. I'm not down on all officers, but our officers. I am. Yeah, most of them are knuckleheads. No, there's some good ones. There's some good ones, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But ours were a bunch of knuckleheads. We we went to this range. It was a sniper range. And uh, they had this idea to have us, you know, bound up a sniper range full of divots and holes and everything. We had guys twisting their ankles and stuff like that. And they, Oh, just go and do it. It'll be fine. He's like, okay, oh, sure, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, so that was, uh, that was quite interesting, but yeah, we had some pretty cool experiences. I got to shoot some really cool guns and I uh, got to, I got to do some cool things. You know, we saw some Buffalo driving, yeah. going up to, going up to hit mountains there. And, uh, but yeah, it was, it was an awesome experience and I'm, I'm thankful for it. Yeah, and so the idea behind this whole thing is to get you guys prepared to go over there and fight, to go door-to-door, do whatever it is you had to do in Afghanistan. The idea is to sharpen your skills. So folks remember that being in the Marine Reserve is a real important thing. And, and uh, But part of that is your active-duty counterparts are out there doing what Vince and his unit went to do all the time. They're always doing maneuvers. They're always, I mean, they're paid full-time. They're uh, they're always doing these different weapons qualifications and things like that. So here's Vince and his unit having to go out there and get ready and catch up, really. And uh, so we'll talk a little more about that. But as we go forward, we want to learn about Vince and what God has done in his life. You guys are going to love his story, I promise. That's why I brought him on. So hang with us. We'll be right back with you. <laughs> Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So remember, Vince has been talking about his life verse, yeah, doubtless, and I count all things but the loss of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all. Yeah, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. So I think about that. So, so Vince, you, you get on a plane. I mean, at this point, do you have any leave? I mean, do you, do you get to see Sarah and, and Abby? I mean, or do you just go right to Afghanistan from there? Yeah, we were given a week's leave in August. I got to come home, 
Uh, but we actually had um, a few days in July, July 4th weekend. My yeah. um, Sarah got to come home. Come, She flew out to California, to San yeah. Diego. And um, we got to spend the weekend there together. And that was a lot of fun. And, and then uh, in uh, August, we got to go home for a week. Yeah. And, uh, so I got to see Abby, got to see my friend, fa- friends and family, and got to say goodbye. And, you know, then yeah. we shipped out. Yeah. So you get over to Afghanistan. What's your main job? What's your gig? What's going on over there? Uh, we were mainly like security. Uh, we sat in our trucks all day, just you know, patrolling and watching like a this big giant you know desert, just watching vehicles drive by and you know check, make sure everything's okay. And and we drive around, make sure there's no um, looking for like uh, IEDs and. Uh, we actually came across uh, an IED hole that was pre-drug, pre-dug, and like the first stage, and so we got we had to cover that up and uh, just you know just keep an eye on people, kind of checking people randomly, and uh, we got to you know do some trading for goods, you know trade yeah. some MREs for like the watermelon and you know <laughs> coke and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, it was pretty much you know glorified you know night watch, fire watch. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was okay. We got to spend time together. and you know, How often did you guys come under uh, attack? Or I never uh, did. You never did? You know. Yeah. Yeah. So you're constantly just running around in the background um, trying to keep things straight. Yeah. Yeah, because um, our base was, we were like like a couple miles away from the base and just kind of, and there's just an open desert, really. And there's a few villages here and there, and we were in between in between there, just kind of making sure everything was, everything was good. Yeah. So like a forward operating base, I guess they would call you in, right? Yeah. We had a couple of those that we, um, that we would stay there for a week or two. And, uh, but then there was times that we were just out in the, tr- in the trucks in the desert. We'd sleep on the ground. I sleep behind the tires and the tire crew and everything. And, uh, so yeah, it was just all, it was, all, it was, it was weird. <laughs> I did, but it was, it was pretty cool. We got, we, um, we chased some camels around and uh, <laughs> you give marines you put them out in the woods somewhere all by themselves they're they're chasing something and uh did you make friends with any of the nationals the translators these people you're uh, the translators out were pretty cool they were they were pretty good guys they uh, they would, yeah. they would cook us some food and and uh so yeah so what's going on right now is vince was talking with his hands you know when you're from the northeast you talk with your hands and uh he pulled his wire right out of his ear here <laughs> there's earpiece there we go sorry about that yeah no that's all right so they cook you food yeah they what, cook what'd they cook you it was like some kind of like goat like some fresh goat or some fresh lamb and uh like a little like a stew like in a, in a pressure cooker and uh, it was really good and they had like this flatbread that they had and those it, nons, yeah. The nons, yeah. They had like stacks of them, you just hand them out, and like it was better than MREs. So, yeah, <laughs> we ate those things like crazy. And they don't constipate you like MREs. Oh, sorry sorry to remind you folks of that, but uh, <laughs> MREs have an effect on you that's I think they unbelievable. Still have an effect on me. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, man, it'll mess up your stomach. So, you know, I'm looking at chapter three here uh, of the book of Philippians and, and what. What Vince was speaking of here, and it says, not as though I have already attained either, we're already perfect in verse number 12, but I follow after that if I may apprehend for this, also I apprehend for Christ Jesus. And then it goes in 13, just this great verse, and it says, brethren, I count not myself to be apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind 
and reaching forth to those things are before you started this when you were talking about your testimony, your marriage, having to leave things behind, having to focus at the marriage. Someday you're going to be part of, you know, the local church is the bride, our bridegroom. We're part of a local church. And actually Vince and I and members of the same church here, Morningside Baptist Church and, and looking forward. So how hard is it, Vince, for you? Uh, I mean, you do. Now, how long were you? Let's go backwards for a minute. How long were you in Afghanistan? What was your total time there? I believe it was seven months. Seven months, and so and and uh, so, what's it like coming back? I mean, obviously, there's losses around you. You know, there's people. Uh, thankfully, you were in a situation where people weren't shooting you guys up and things of that nature. But how hard is it to come back to the world? I mean, how hard was leaving that environment? I thought it would be easier, but it was. It was different. I had to, because um, again, I was still freshly married. Yeah. And then I still had now a two-year-old, almost two-year-old daughter. Yeah. And so I just spent the last, you know, seven to 10 months as a bachelor. Yeah. In a way. And so I, I was able to do my own thing in some ways. And now all of a sudden I had to get a acclimated to oh now i have a family to raise i got a family to lead and that that was uh it was pretty tough it it, it was um i wasn't ready mentally for it uh, i just kind of just went through the motion kind of just you know just did what i had to do i just you know i just survived yeah in, in some ways and uh it was um looking back at it i mean i don't really rem i don't remember much but what I do remember is it was just, you know, just going, just living day by day. Yeah. And, you know, I guess my question for you is, you know, as somebody who came back from things, not necessarily an Afghanistan deployment, but you come back from being gone a long time and stuff. It, it, it I mean, it's, it's like starting again in it with your marriage and stuff. Yeah. 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 My wife said that, um, when I got home, uh, the husband that she married, uh, died in Afghanistan and somebody else came back. Yeah. That's how she explained it. And yeah. folks, that's pretty heavy to look at right there. Yeah. And so your wife, so during this time, now your wife went to school and graduated from college. Yeah. Was that during that time? No, she, um, she, she already graduated. She had her, um, her, her bachelor's in early childhood education and she started working on her master's and then, um, and she kind of put that aside for a little while. And then uh, what well, she just recently got a couple of years ago for yeah. um, curriculum. And uh, so, so, yeah. so now just to give you to catch up, Vince's wife is a full-time teacher here in a South Carolina school, uh, I guess an elementary school, right? Fourth grade, fourth grade she teaches fourth grade. And uh, so in the meantime, you're sitting back saying, what's for me or what? I mean, what are you thinking at this point? So your, your wife's taking care of her career. You're, you're back from the Marines. Things are different. You got hurt. You, I mean, you came back injured with different things. And, and uh, what's going on in your mind? I'm just trying to find a place in my life. I'm trying to find some purpose or some. Uh, I've always wanted to be in the ministry. That's, that's always been my goal. And so I just, I think I, I kept that as at the forefront. That was, that was everything that every decision I made was on. Uh, to eventually get into the ministry. And uh, I later found out that I put that, I made that as an idol in my life. Yeah. And um, so in that, and those decisions affected my, 
my jobs, it affected uh, my family, and it affected my marriage, and, you know, always, you know, keeping that at the forefront. Um, so I would go, I would bounce from job to job all the time, and um, eventually it just, it, it did take a toll on yeah. our marriage. Yeah, and I think, folks, uh, there, there's good lessons here as we go forward with uh, um, looking at Vince and, and looking at where he's at in his life at this particular point, coming back from deployment, uh, you know, going back to what we'd call the real world. We used to jokingly say in the Army, going back to the big PX, and life is totally different when you come back from America from anywhere else in the world. I don't care if you're stationed in Korea or Germany. It's totally different, and we're going to talk about that. And But again, folks, we hope you're still basking in the glory of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're, we're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to keep on looking forward with Vince and finding out we're somewhere in the 2000s in here, and he's home, and you want to be part of this. But come on back tomorrow. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, Understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.